0: What is up, everybody? I am Daniel.
1: I am Josiah.
0: And today we're wasting our talent with... Nepal
2: From... Romney, West Virginia. And what do you do? I'm a singer-songwriter, uh, solo acoustic, uh, country folk, Americana, whatever, whatever friends or people have caught me out and about, put me under. So I just... I roll with it. And how long have you been doing your solo thing? Um, I'd say on stage. uh, I've been playing the. I've been on the open mic scene for I'd say close to two years now. I started branching out for uh, solo solo shows and solo gigs for uh, close to a year now. But um, actually, actually got my start busking uh, when I was in college. I'd go out uh, on High Street out by set up like Tanner's Alley or by the church out that way. And I'd just uh, play guitar and sing for a couple hours, uh, just try to get some, some tips and stuff, and that would help me out with like getting like gas money to go somewhere, or if I needed to get like food, or it even helped out with like paying bills at times, like going through college, like um, and that's I'd say that's probably where I really got my start liking to perform. That's uh, I just I just felt comfortable out there. Um, <laughs> it was it's just been fun. It's just been kind of like my. Kind of like my natural drawing, too. And I just felt like I was in my element there.
1: That's actually where I met you, is at an open mic night. And I, I could tell you, there, there's people that go to open mic night, and they play because their friends have coerced them into playing, and then there's people that just enjoy playing. And then you can tell there's people that are a little more serious about playing. I kind of got that vibe from you. And I was like, hey, man, you should be on wasted Local Talent. <laughs> and he was like, awesome, I signed up for that like a month ago. <laughs> That's when we found out the website was not working. Yeah. So shout out to me, Yeah, Mipoff. so thank you for yep. that. Yeah, man, I thought, I
2: thought y'all just didn't want me. <laughs> it's like, okay, I guess I'll just try again. No, no,
1: you, you,
0: you, you know that that's not the case if we've had phones be on here twice. <laughs> so, you know... Yeah, we'll take anybody if we'll take Fulmsby. So. Wow. Hey, man, he's got a good thing
2: going for him,
0: you know. Oh, yeah, yeah he's, he's doing really well for himself. <laughs> but let's not talk about Fulmsby today. This isn't
1: about him. Yeah, Fulmsby, for Unless we just make fun of him. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to text you some mean words later, Josh. Yeah. <laughs>
0: so you started, you said you started, like, busking in college and everything, and then you just worked your way into the open mic scene? Yes. And now do you do just the open mics, or do you do... Like your own shows and things like that?
2: I do my own shows too. Um like I, I like how a lot of guys start out, I do a lot of like I'll do like three hour sets at like restaurants wow. or bars. Um like this month's been a little a little busy for me, which I mean I'm I'm very happy for. I'm fortunate for because, then I'm, I mean I'm doing something right, I guess. Yeah at that point. Mm-hmm. Um but then I'll also go play like last night I had the I had the privilege of opening up for Peddler's Glory at High Ground Brewing in Terra Alta. But shout out to the Wolf Pack, man. They're just a they're a good people out that way. They're good people at High Ground. Uh, I've got a lot been of there a lot of love for them. I really like. I recommend it. But their get the beer chance. is delicious. That's it's right. Really good. Thank <laughs> you
0: for that again, too. By the way. Also,
2: also nothing gets me through a hot, nice hot <clears throat> summer day like a company calls from High Ground Brewing Company. Sponsor. All right, Sponsor. all right, DJ, I'll, I'll take my ten dollars. Yeah.
1: Next there, time there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, one thing that I noticed during your open mic set is. I don't know if you did one cover. I think it was all all original.
2: I I did um I did do a cover of Valerie by Amy Winehouse to start it off. Um, just because I just, because why not? Yeah, uh, <laughs> it was essentially a vibe of it. But, but um, no, the rest of it was was original work. Um, I'd say I definitely have um around forty five minutes to an hour worth of uh, original stuff that I do perform out out in public. Uh, there's always projects and songs that I've, that I've started that i really like but it's just um man for the life of me i'll just have the toughest time finishing it and getting it show ready i know how you feel with that <clears throat> it's man it's like i'll just i'll just hit the wall and i hit it hard but then once uh once the creativity starts going again you know i've had times where it's taken me a year to finish a song and then i'll i'll maybe crank out two or three in in, in a day yeah it's just kind of like what? It, it's just whatever comes over me at that point in time.
1: It definitely caught like my attention though because I don't know, it was good, and I was like, <laughs> "Hey, this is good." So, uh, I mean, I've been to I don't know how many open mic nights with people playing original content. And you're like, "All right, it's time bathroom break." Or,
0: well, I I personally prefer whenever if i go to an open mic night to not hear the same covers because yeah yeah. whenever i had my venue in clarksburg for two years we'd have an open mic night and phones we actually hosted it um but the people that would come in and play were always playing the same covers you know like wagon wheel and right yeah um some sublime you know things like that so it it's to me going to an open mic night it's refreshing to hear original music and to me as a musician that's where you should really be starting to kind of go out as an acoustic artist to get your name out there cuz you know you you can be a cover band and and make money and do it but if you really want to be writing music play more of your original stuff
2: Ex- exactly and that's what <clears throat> that's why I love the open mics because that's that's the time for if I just write a, a freshly new song uh, and usually that, that is when I'll I'll debut an, a newer song is at an open mic where you know I'm not getting paid yeah. um uh, there's no there's no pressure. It's all for the sake of just giving a trial run mm-hmm. See what the like what the reaction is um, And then you know if there's like a, a good bit of applause, you know, okay, so I'm on to something here mm-hmm. um, We got the right idea going whereas if like no one's really feeling it no one's really reacting to it that much Okay, well, well, let's we'll just we'll just sit back down and take a look at it and see what we could change up and try again uh, whether it be just words or maybe changing the pitch, pitching my voice here, or maybe mm-hmm. changing a note on the guitar there. Um, just all part of the workshop in progress.
1: Open mic night's a good place, like you said, to try that because half the people you're playing for are also playing open mic night, so they bring their friends, and so mm-hmm. I just, it's a positive community to, to try that stuff out in.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. So with your original music, do you have any... Recordings out or anything like that?
2: Uh, The most I've done uh, Recording wise is I'll have like little clips on like my social media accounts Mm -hmm. or I'll like I've gotten really into the habit of where if an idea comes up. I'll just I'll get my phone out um, I'll just set it down I'll play the progression ahead or if I have like ideas for words like lyrics or how a tune should go I'll just sing into the uh, into my phone for that voice Mm -hmm. memo recording and I'll just record it that way Um, But other than, like, recording, like, videos and little clips on my phone for, like, social media purposes, I I don't really have anything um, that I've recorded in, in, like, a studio or anything. But there's definitely, that's definitely the goal. Um, I'm I'm definitely starting to work towards getting that squared away because it's getting to the point where if people want to start taking me seriously as a musician, Mm -hmm. that needs to happen. Mm -hmm. Like, even if it's just a three-song demo or just getting one or two songs recorded just so I have something I can send out. And, and it makes it easier for booking purposes. From when those venues are asking, like, "Hey, is there? Uh, can you send us anything uh, so we can hear you, just to kind of get an idea of what we're what we're bringing in?" Um, so it's just if anything needs to go further, uh, uh, studio time needs to happen.
1: Yeah, yeah. This as a, follow me on Instagram for my ten second clip. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. As a musician, I've noticed. You know, obviously, I've,
0: I've been playing music for years, and that's the one thing that most venues want. They don't want to just book you. They don't know. You know, you you can say what you are but
1: <clears throat> unless you have someone vouching for you yeah, yeah yeah
0: so definitely having you know something out there Hopefully we can get a good enough recording today because you're going to play a song for us in a little bit. Yeah, I'm excited oh, yeah. about that guitar um, over there. I am. It's uh, gonna be a good time. I hope. And <laughs> if if it sounds good enough here, then I can I can actually give you the clip of it. That way you can you know have that for.
2: Oh, you'd be um, the greatest person ever yeah. for that. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> you're the first person that's ever said that. Yeah. Uh, no.
2: And you know so I'm gonna wear gonna, that with pride. Yeah,
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that that would be good. Mm. Uh, that's definitely a good goal to have because, like I said, you caught my attention. Out of however many people played that open mic, and I would have looked you up. I did look you up, and there was no music there, but I, I would have listened to it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> if it was there. <laughs> if it was there, I would have listened. And he's he's not lying about that, because he'll send me Snapchats randomly where he's driving or doing whatever. I listen he's, Deception. All, and his he's, song. he's got my, one of my band songs
1: playing, like, all the time. Um, if it sucks, so, I wouldn't play it, yeah. so... It's it's a good song. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> Again,
0: this isn't about me.
2: Man, this okay. just it just gets real like warm and fuzzy. Yeah. All of a sudden. <laughs> this I'm is like, not
1: this is not normal. It's not there, normal.
0: There is so
2: much love <laughs> in this room right now.
1: What is in that beer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're the one being nice. I know this. i um, original taste Coke. Yeah. <laughs> Coca Cola. Coca Cola. Whatever their slogan is, make the world a better place. <laughs> <laughs> what? Is, damn it. I know Dr. Pepper makes the world taste better, but what does Coca-Cola do? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> so while you're not playing music, what do you do? Uh, so
2: during the day, I, I actually teach preschool, Ooh. which uh, uh, so I get to work with three and four-year-olds uh, during the day uh, for, for 10 hour days, and then I'll come home and I'll either sit sit around and play and write. Or I'll go uh, to a venue, to an open mic, or or just travel around just to play, get the name out there, and just kind of make that network a little bit bigger, and um, just just to go perform because it's um I, I just feel it's gonna sound so cliche, but I just feel like I just feel better after after playing a set, mm-hmm. like even if it's not, even if I feel like it wasn't the best set I put on. Or, uh, I could have done better here. I, I just I'm comfortable up there, like because mm-hmm. I, I know it's uh, it's me. I'm I'm like expressing myself exactly because I don't I don't know. I, I'm weird about like talking about myself and talking about feelings. <laughs> like I'm, I, I
1: know that like kind of wrong place. Yeah, though. I was gonna like, talk on a podcast. <laughs> I
2: realized this is like yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm uh. We're about to get really deep.
1: <laughs> What's going now, on here? Now, now yeah. that I know
0: that, let's do. This. <laughs> uh, tell
1: me about your childhood.
0: <laughs>
2: right.
3: When I was born. Uh, <laughs>
2: no it was it was a good time uh it, it, i just i just enjoy it it's i just feel better um it just kind of gets me up out of the day man i'm getting real real cliche, cliche. No, it's <laughs> fun. No, I, mean, I have the same thing i like
1: uh if i'm feeling social i'll go out and kick a soccer ball around with some friends i feel in my element or just shut the door and turn all the lights out and maybe play some video games or something and i just Box everything out, mm-hmm. but if I was good at guitar, I definitely would. Or if I could sing, <laughs> or <right? laughs> if any of those things. But no, it, it's, you need a place to get away. And if that's on stage in front of people, then that's great.
0: Oh, yeah. See, I, I play guitar. I can't, I've never been able to just do it by myself, though. I, so I, I, I can be on stage with the band, but you put me up there with an acoustic guitar by myself, I, I can't do it. And, <clears> and so. see, I'm,
2: I'm the other way around, man. Like, I get, like, I love playing with people, love performing with people. Um, I've always been well through, But I think it's just because I'm so used to playing by myself for so long. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm just so, com- like, just more comfortable playing by myself. And then usually, but usually also when I'm playing with other people, it's, like, kind of spur of the moment. I, um, mm-hmm. Like, I go, I try, when I can, I go to the, uh, the Bluegrass Jam Nights at the Terra Cafe in Morgantown. And... It is crazy how good those, how good those, those guys are. Like, (laughs) like just being able to do what they do with their instruments. Like it is. It's been
1: playing for 50 years. Absurd. Like it's,
2: it's like, man, what are you doing living in Morgantown still? I feel like you need to be like (laughs) moving down South eventually. (laughs) But man, it's, 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 it's just crazy. But like, I know, but I love going there still because that's going to make me better.
1: Yeah. As a musician. Get a shake hands and maybe you'll be up there one day. Like. Just, 50 years from now with gray hair. Just
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but uh yeah,
2: it's um just to get better, because if I can if I can start to learn to keep up with them, then I know it's gonna be starting to get better and it's gonna work out really well for me down the road. Mm-hmm. And, um just I never I never had any formal like music training growing up. Um I just grew up like always liked to sing. Uh, was your typical, like, your typical meathead? Was real big into sports growing up, uh, yeah. <laughs> played football, wrestled my whole life. But, you know, we'd go to church every Sunday mm-hmm. and sing in the pews there. And uh around 18, 17, 18 years old, started picking up a guitar and teaching myself how to play, just watching stuff on YouTube or just playing around, like, just uh messing pretty around. Pretty right
1: late to start with the guitar as well.
2: It's. Um, it, I, I, at the time i thought i was i was gonna be like your big superstar athlete and then you know <laughs> not a lot of people not a lot of people in the nfl at five eight um, unless you well, got kyler a, murray i was gonna <laughs> say unless you got like a breakneck yeah. like 40
1: or something yeah. like it's gonna it's, it's kind of tough <clears throat> hey you could play the halftime show someday that's very true there you go that'd be, that'd be for sweet. that would be that's one of my goals too. do you ever <laughs> sing without the guitar i know some people if they play the guitar they're scared to death not to stand behind a guitar.
2: No, and no, that doesn't really that doesn't really bother me either uh, because I was I actually did uh my senior year at WVU I did the Mountaineer Idol competition oh, okay. and you had to when your auditions you had to sing a cappella. And um, I've always enjoyed acapella. I always, like, I'm that guy, like, in the car. I'll always, like, try to harmonize with whoever's singing on the song. (laughs) Like, I'm that dude where it's, like, yeah, yeah, like, I'm jamming in the car, but, like, I'm just, like, okay, how can I make this, like, how can I add to it? Like,
1: (laughs) my little spice of nay, (laughs) if you will. (laughs) What's your go-to song in the car that you just, like, belt out? Oh, man.
2: Um, Oh, God. It's, like, anything... Honestly, at right now it's anything Randy Travis, because it that's been like a big, big influence on me uh, growing up was Randy Travis. I've always been a big fan, I've always loved his style of music. So um it's been it's been between like digging up bones or uh Forever Amen and Deeper in the Holler. Deeper than the Holler, sorry. Um So anything really Randy Travis, I always love that old time kind of country music uh especially now like when i was i think when i was growing up in appalachia like growing up in romney i was always like because you hear it all the time you know bluegrass was always a big thing um the old time country always was so i think uh, back then i was like I, I was hearing it so much i was just so used to it so then i was always listening trying to listen to like heavy metal or like old like right like rock and roll or like rap and everything um so i think because of that i've always developed like a taste in like just music in general but then once I moved out to Morgantown, a you know, bigger, a bigger, to me, it, to me, Morgantown's always going to be a big city compared oh, to compared to anywhere else. Yeah, Compa- compared <laughs> to small, to compared to tiny Romney, West Virginia, Morgantown oh, yeah. is always going to be a big city to me. Yeah. So I think once I moved out there, I started to miss that that old country music, that old country style, and maybe really appreciate it more because I'm not going to hear that as much anymore, uh, like when I was growing up there. So and that's what I think made a big influence on like the kind of like, the style I write with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always just really fell in love with bluegrass um, over the years and that's that's how I got here
1: <laughs> you know, there's a question I've been dying to know ever since you said you're a preschool teacher do you have <laughs> nursery songs like oh my goodness, blues yeah. clues <laughs> like, uh, what do you bring uh, into the table
2: um, I don't I, I've never written any like any like nursery rhymes or those those old ch- children's teens but like, I'll, pl- I'll sometimes I'll play some or I'll try to um, or like I'll play some of like I, I've even played like my songs there like some of my like lighter hearted songs. I, um, there a song I have called uh, I have a song called Paps Cabin, and uh, it's a lighter song. It was just about the 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 cabin I had that my grandfather had built in the '80s along the Potomac River. Like real light hearted, real sentimental. I'll play that and of course really the kids are just happy to hear music in general so they're always just like dancing like shaking their head but they can't like can't quite control the head yeah (laughs) (laughs) but it's um some of them are falling down just because they're still developing their 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 sense of balance but it's always sweet it's always funny um the kids are usually happy and then it it ensued it makes it makes me happy too I
1: know a lot of people like playing for kids I know that's a good, like, market as well, but I, I know people have gone, like, double platinum just making songs like that. So and if it doesn't work out in the bluegrass field, you
2: can... I'm just going <laughs> to start... Yeah, I'm going to just start... I'm going to be, like, the next Barney yeah. or something. We're bringing Barney back. Or just do, like... Because they,
0: they, they do, like, you know, like, the kids, the kids' bop or whatever. Yeah. Or, you know, stuff like that that... What is it, the... Where they take like the popular—is that what they they take the popular songs yeah, and yeah, make them nice like kid look, songs? Yeah, but I've never seen like a kids like bluegrass country before. Ooh, ooh. It might be stepping into something that.
1: Uh, what would your
0: thinking,
1: What would your name be? Like, I'm thinking, oh, what Ranger Joe from, <laughs> from Full House?
2: Right. <laughs> <laughs> I my 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 child my children's bluegrass name. Uh, it'd probably be just like, like Pappy Paul or something, yeah. like just Ooh. something like.
0: Uh, I was so, thinking, Mr. Nay, Mr. Nay, oh, and, like and that, that's yeah. that's
1: actually what I get called at, oh, really? I, at school. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm Mr. Go, I'm, perfect. Perfect. I'm Mr. Nay Mr. every May, day, yeah. like it's <laughs> like Bill Nay, the science guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yikes! Now there was
0: there was a guy that used to come and play at my venue called Caveman Dave, and he he played like kids' music, but it was. It was fucking creepy. <laughs> it was like he, he comes in and he, he had like really like long greasy hair and he typically played kids parties and he'd wear like a little like leopard print vest and he'd play like kid
1: songs. His hit single, Windowless Van. <laughs> but, but it was like, in, it
0: wasn't just like, his looks, like, he was just kind of a creepy person. Yeah. So it's, like, how do you get these gigs to play for kids? The hmm. songs were hilarious, but.
2: See, I feel like if your name's Caveman Dave, you're, like, obligated to have, like, hair past your shoulders, uh, yeah. like a massive beard to your chest. Yeah, and like that's what you wearing. Just wearing a loincloth. Yeah,
0: pretty. <laughs> all the time.
2: It's, <laughs> like. If they could make like a, a club-shaped guitar or something, it, like, yeah. that'd be, It'd be perfect. even better. Like you, yeah. buddy, you are fitting that yeah. that description. Yeah. You are fitting that name so well. Yep. Uh,
1: yeah. Nay Paw is a great stage name. You. Yeah, I actually thought it was your stage name. No, so whenever I introduced uh, yeah. myself,
0: and you said that, and I was like, "It's your real He's name." He's working me right now. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> What's this you... guy trying to pull right now?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's that's popular and like, the pro- I'm a big professional wrestling fan, so. Like if Ric Flair comes up and he's like, hey, kid, what's your name? And he gives him the stage name. They're like, screw that guy. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's trying to pull one over on me. The Rock. That's not his name. That's <laughs> not my real name.
0: So you had mentioned that one song that you wrote that was really sentimental to you. Um, typically, whenever you write your own music, um, I know as like as a musician, Myself, my lyrics, and what what it's about, kind of all over the place. Is that the same with you? And it's just kind of whatever is really like in your in your mind or in your heart at that point in time, or
2: it can, it can be. Um, like Paps Cabin, uh, I've I've just talked about the cabin, and that was it. it was like, the lyrics weren't really all over the place, but. I mean, they're still just talking about random things. I remember about growing up, going to that cabin, Mm -hmm. like, like the cut, like the walls were like made of like this, like, kind of like, like glorified plywood is Mm -hmm. what it basically looked like what the walls were, like the ceiling tiles and it were like just always caving in Mm -hmm. um, because the cabin was just so old at this point. Um, And or like, I remember always getting like sunburnt, so we were always like hot and sweating just because we were just so so hot. Like <laughs> from the sunburns just kept us so warm all the time. But mm-hmm. like if we didn't care, we'd still want to go back or we'd still want to be around. Or just um not really <laughs> not really like maturing, but we were we were growing during our time mm-hmm. that we were there, if that makes sense. Yeah. So like You know, we were always making those memories we were all going to have together Mm -hmm. um, that we're going to take with us. And like nobody else is really going to be able to experience unless you were in that exact same exact same situation, Mm -hmm. like that exact environment, because we had that community where we were all just family. Um, It was it didn't matter. You know, like we had there were two cabins right by ours and you know they were they treated my sister and I like we were their own kids and it was the other way around with like my dad and my mm-hmm. grandfather and my mom with their kids if they ever needed anything you know we took care of them if they needed somewhere to stay they could stay with us or if they needed advice you know because we were all um very very strong-willed strong-hearted people we were your typical like Appalachian folk where everybody worked hard for what they had mm-hmm. um their whole life nobody had a lot growing up um so they learned to appreciate those little things really learned to appreciate that getaway like just being outside not you know like like not moving steel beams or welding on stuff all the time yeah just enjoying that nice cold one at the end of the at the end (laughs) of the week yeah i feel like
0: that whole lifestyle and upbringing is being kind of lost in today's society because i'm the same way like um I was always taught – I mean, there were five of us kids, so my parents never really had money, especially with five of us kids. Oh, yeah. I was always taught, like, if you want something, work for it. And then, you know, whether it was $20 to go and hang out or whatever, it's like you have to work for – nothing in this life is free. And I feel like the way society is going and the way that social media is taking over and the different popular artists and things make it – and putting it in people – these young people's heads that you can just take whatever you want. You don't have to work for anything. And I think it's really lost in today's society, but rant over.
1: <laughs> no, I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah,
0: you're absolutely
2: right. though. Like, it's...
1: I know my, we're all about the same age. Our grandparents' generation went through the Great Depression. So mm-hmm. something my grandpa and grandma always drilled into my head is the value of a dollar, and mm-hmm. you help the people that need help. And, I mean, I might not have gone through – the same situation, and you talk about tiles and stuff like that missing from Pappy's cabin, but, I mean, I can remember smells from my grandparents' house or just, uh, I don't know, going out, and they grew most of their own food, so farming corn and letting the chickens out and just, like, that song would bring back a whole bunch of memories for me, even though it's it, you might not be talking about the same things that i yeah. but I'll think, oh, I remember the the ladybugs that used to crawl over my my path hall ceiling cuz oh yeah oh there was God. millions of them <laughs> and we got rid of them one day but no nah, that like that brings back that memory for me and it's kind of cool now i'm going to cry no <laughs>
2: okay. I, i'm telling you man the warm and fuzzy it's like it's getting oh, emotional yeah. in this room yeah, today. It, it, <laughs> <laughs>
1: it
0: is if there's like a long pause it's just cuz we're all in the corner crying just, together it's okay
1: <laughs> just I, I don't know. The Steelers lost today. I'm out of it. I'm in, <laughs> I I'm not at all myself.
2: I'm probably going to start hearing in the arms of the angel in yeah. the background soon.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> gosh. I'm glad they didn't play that commercial during Oh the, goodness. During yeah. The game. You know, I'm oh glad. My
0: gosh. And what's really sad is that at the 2 p.m. interview, he he decided to to take the hit and record the Steelers game so I could watch the Dallas game because we have another host that was here and so I already knew how the game was going by the time that he went upstairs to start watching it. And I was like, man, he's going to be so disappointed. So <laughs> I, was I, was not, like,
1: I was like, don't tell me anything. I went up. Yeah, I caught up. It's great because there's so many commercials and so much time between plays. You just... Hit the thirty-second fast-forward button. Mm. I oh, watched yeah. it in like ten minutes. Mm. But enough about me. More about you, because <laughs> <laughs> no. you're not comfortable talking about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Doing a trial
2: by fire day.
1: <laughs>
2: but no, it's, and it's funny you mentioned that because we actually did the used to do the same thing uh, when I was when I was living with a bunch of like my rugby teammates in college, like with American Horror Story. They, we would just record it uh, while we were at practice, and we'd come back, and then we would all just like we'd get home, like get our food made up. We'd get our showers and we'd all just sit in the, like, in the living room and we would just watch it. And then every time the first goes like, fast forward, someone get their vote, <laughs> yeah. someone get their vote. Fast forward, hit yeah. fast, <laughs> fast forward, someone get it. it was, so we were doing the exact same thing. So I, 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 I related to that one so hard.
0: It's so much better to watch a football game that way. It's like if you can keep yourself from like looking at your phone or anything, that's going to ruin the score for you. If you can record it and then watch it that way.
1: It's so much yeah, nicer. And you don't have to sit there and listen to the analysts go, you know, if they throw the football and catch it, they would move the ball forward just a little <laughs> bit more. <laughs> yeah. If they would stop dropping the ball, they'd stop turning it over.
0: Well, they need to either get this touchdown or make the field goal to get those points, Pat. Yeah. <laughs> just like <laughs> <laughs> if they're going to want to win this game. They're going to have to get in the end zone.
1: Uh, but like, not well, their no own.
0: shit. <laughs> <laughs> so you said you're a Steelers fan, obviously. Now, is that is that because... I mean, I uh, you're a Steelers fan because you're from the area, I'm assuming. But well, my same with whole you. Whole family or? all
1: the way up through my grandparents were oh, really? Steelers fans, so it's like yeah. a family thing.
2: Yeah. I say it's my daddy. My yeah. da- dad was a dad was a Steelers fan growing up, and uh, for the longest time though, I was kind of I was kind of repping uh, the Green Bay Packers mm. just because I was a big I was a big Brett Favre fan. I was but, oh, yeah. too.
0: Yeah, I actually like and I shouldn't say this, but I had a Brett Favre jersey at one point. Hmm. Being a Dallas fan, that I mean, we're not like big rivals, but i right. got my beef with Green Bay, but. Yeah. But yeah, Brett Favre. Anyway, sorry. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but no, um yeah, I was a big I was a, I was kinda big into the in the Packers when I was younger just because of Brett Favre. Mm-hmm. Um but then after you know he retired for the seventh time <laughs> yeah. in a year. Uh still a
1: no is he in the Hall of Fame yet? Has there anyone ever unretired uh, from the Hall of Fame? I don't know. I don't keep up.
2: But um and so once that once you know after the 7th time I was just like you know what I think I'm just going to go ahead and start start
1: <laughs> yeah. going back to
2: my roots here just rooting on
1: the Steelers and it's right around the time they won that Super Bowl <laughs> I guess I'll jump on that no. uh, yeah <laughs> I was like yeah yep, <laughs> there it is yep, there it time is. to <laughs> hop that wagon yeah. again <laughs> Steelers <Steward laughs> fan like, my whole life
2: but <laughs> uh, um man I don't even get to really honestly I don't even get to watch that much that much football anymore I'm just I'm like I'm hardly home. I'm I'm somewhere. I'm usually somewhere on the weekends now. Or if I am home, I'm like just sprawled out in the bed, just Mm. just feeling, just feeling the bed. Just devour (laughs) me at this point. Like (laughs) just staring at the ceiling. Just
0: yeah, it's it's weird because you both like you know in your families you know loving the Steelers. It's
1: I don't get. I mean, you chose I, I, the Cowboys well, to spite your family. No. I mean, no.
0: <laughs> my dad If you ask my dad who he likes, he likes the Browns. You ask my brother who he likes, he he's loves the 49ers. My other brother loves the Buffalo Bills. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. And I think, other than my dad, I think that whole, like the reason that we all like the teams that we do is because in the early 90s growing up, the three Three great teams, Dallas Cowboys, Buffalo Bills, and the 49ers. And I think we we're all just like, I'm gonna like this team because yeah, they're, good. <laughs> they're, they're so, good. But you can't like my team, so you have to pick another team. <laughs> that's kind of that's how
2: it went. It's kind <laughs> of like the equivalent of like a big chore chart, like, a, yeah. all right, you get this team yeah. and you yeah. get that one, but now on this day you have to cheer for this one. Yeah. And I don't care what you say, you're rooting for this team. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like Yeah,
0: and we actually all now root for each other's teams. Like I I obviously want to, you know. They have no effect on us unless they're playing each other. Then I'm like – I
1: root against all of
0: your teams. Yeah. But, yeah, that's just weird. Like, And, I mean, we I, we grew up around Buffalo too, like about a couple hours north of Buffalo um, until I was 10, 11. So I think that's the reason my brother really – my older brother really liked Buffalo. But, but, yeah. Anyway, football. Sports. Lots
2: of football talk. Go team. Sports team, yeah. Sports team, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Do you have any sports theme songs?
2: Uh, no, I, I no, but that's always an idea. Yeah, you can get the can, like a
1: Sunday night football kind of song.
2: No, I'm uh just, <laughs> just just like what uh, Hank Williams used to do for uh, was it, was a it Monday night football or Sunday night football? I think it was, I don't remember.
0: I think it was I think Faith I Hill
1: think, what Faith Hill or <laughs> Carrie Underwood does. I've been I waiting. Think, all I think day he used to do. Sunday I think
0: night. I think he used to do the Monday night. Monday night. Football. It was one of the two, though. Yeah, I, I remember this. So they actually played it last week. Hmm. I, like they, I they showed like an old watch games on mute. Yeah, well, they 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 show. I think they showed like the old commercial with him in it, and I forget if it was Monday night. That it, I think it was Monday night because they had two games on last week, and I think they showed it during one of those games. But I could be wrong. <clears throat> okay. But you know, it's
2: going to be one long along one of those lines. Be doing one of those deals. It's definitely an idea. Like, I, uh, because I, we were, uh, I grew up in a hardcore like wrestling family growing up. Uh, so like, I've always had these ideas. Of, you know, like just like wrestling with demons, like along those kind of lines. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've, 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 like, I've written like poetry uh, based off of my time as a wrestler. Like when I was in college, from my for my poetry classes mm-hmm. uh, for part of for part of my degree. But I've never really taken the time to apply sports to my music. Um, yeah. just because usually, um, when I'm writing a solid, like 98% of the stuff I write, it's all like just stuff like off of life events or like f- my thoughts on things or, uh, just kind of, it's really personal because it's, that's my way of, that's my way of talking about myself or expressing myself, mm-hmm. um. And so I, I've never really, but I've never really had the idea to just go to sports, but I that's always an idea. I was just wondering,
1: because you said you played sports for most of your life, and you don't even have to talk about, like, um, oh, what's that country song that... Uh,
2: probably uh, probably Boys of Fall.
1: I uh, know, there's, um, whatever the 49ers backup, he, uh, like, his brother has a song about Tennessee, the college Tennessee beating somebody. And then, like, it's really just a song about, like, if Tennessee can beat, like, Alabama or whoever they're playing, then I can change for you. Kind of like one of those. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to That's look awesome. up that. That's amazing. Yeah. That's really good. It's just, good. like, his text conversation, <laughs> like, trying to text this girl, like. Anyway, Uh, but no, you could write, I mean, you learn a lot of things playing sports, just about life. So I I wondered if you applied any of that.
2: Well, I think, I think, um, I think if anything, uh, through, because of wrestling, I've learned to like really be driven, to really stay consistent, to really just get after it. You know, as far as booking, uh, writing, working on just getting better, just the sake of practice, the repetition, uh, and just being really determined just to, to be the the best self that I can be yeah not uh, not necessarily to be the the best uh, because you know in the music in the music world it's kind of hard to be the best because that's just a matter of opinion mm-hmm. you yeah. know there's no you know there's no real like set way to like determine if you are the best or not um, you might have like a lot of like record sales or downloads or some stuff you. Yeah, exactly yeah. Yeah. like it's it and it does like there's no real set way. That's how I've always felt about it. So just to be the best self I can be, I think just that sports that sports taught me that that I've I can apply to, into playing music now.
0: That's yeah, cool. and you can't really get in the mindset as a music, musician or really in any field that that you're that you are the best or that you know I'm fine with where I'm at because that's whenever you yeah that's that, that's, that's, you just, that's you peak and that's just don't try anymore. Yeah, that's yep. So, and I've seen some people that have gotten that kind of in their heads and it's just been downhill from, from there, whether it be their careers or music. So yeah, you definitely don't want to get that in your mind at all. Yeah, Cause like me, I know that I'm not, and will never be the greatest guitarist ever.
1: Or best looking. Or yeah, well that's (laughs) definitely obvious.
0: That's why I'm doing podcasting and not not, uh, videos (laughs) on YouTube. Um, (laughs) But, but yeah, like, you know, you always just. Do your best and just keep working at it. And you did say YouTube, and YouTube is great for learning anything. No, yeah. like you want to learn music. Like I learned how to mix and master most of, mostly from YouTube, just because you can. It's free.
2: Social media, and mass media, has both helped and hindered like so much. Yeah. Now anymore,
1: you have a okay. bigger chance of becoming a multi-million-dollar sensation overnight, but you also. Like, I don't know. It's it's harder to break through. Yeah. Like, because there's, uh, five hundred thousand other people that can play guitar. There, you have you have to set yourself apart.
2: And and like there was a guy, there's a gentleman I met. Uh, there's a gentleman I met at a at a venue a couple months ago that said something along those lines. And said, you know, I I used to live in Nashville, and I used to help find talent. And I can tell you now, if you just tell me you're a good guitar player, that doesn't really tell me anything. Because if, especially when I was living in Nashville, I could probably walk up to a tree and pluck one down like I was grabbing an apple. Yeah. Um, but like, how can you set yourself apart? Is what really is what really helps you out. And it's and honestly, guess realistically, it, how well can you write music? It's how well can you write? Can you write music is usually what can help you set yourself apart from people. Because mm. you know everybody can play like a. Everybody can do a cover of Freebird and absolutely, well, not everybody, because if they can kill Freebird, like, oh, yeah, oh my God, can. Believe they me. can, they, <laughs> yeah. they win, like, <laughs> in my, in my, <laughs> yeah. they, they win, like, they they got it, but um, it's like, how well can you express your sound and how well can you write, how how well can you write, or if you can even write, period, because mm-hmm. that, because that, you've already got an advantage over, over so much just because you, you're capable of it, just being able to do it alone. Mm-hmm.
1: I I don't know where I heard the story, but I know someone was doing, like, guests. Like, they were guesting on a song. I don't know what they were playing or vocals or whatever. But they went in, and it was, like, an iconic song with a very good guitarist. And they were like, oh, is, is he going to be here today? And the sound tech was like, oh, no, I'm going to play his part. And <laughs> when, that's when he thought, like, to himself, he's like, wow, literally everyone in Nashville is so mm. talented like i have to do something mm. or i'm not gonna make it
0: that's why i've I've known a few people that have been like hey we're, we're getting pretty popular here we're gonna go to nashville and within a year they're back yeah it's because yeah. you're just a drop in the pool down there and you know it's a it, mistake
1: a lot of people make <clears throat> yeah because i mean if you're popular in your area
0: yeah i mean you can you grow gotta, a fan base yeah and you gotta think and da- down there i mean it's the it's music capital Shark of the freaking world. There. I mean, come on! Like you can't, you can't go down there. I mean, you, you can't
1: go to L.A. and just be a pretty person and get an acting gig. Yeah, either. yeah.
0: How many people go out to like the same thing? Is like how many people go out to L.A. with like you know, an acting degree or whatever, and don't ever don't they're never, waiting they're, tables and will never act? You know, it's a, cool. it's
2: the same way. And uh, you know, Randy Travis. Um, I, I started reading his book a while, like a, like two weeks ago, I'd say he um he was actually a fraud, uh, he was actually a cook at a at a restaurant in like music hall down in nashville
3: mm-hmm.
2: so it goes just goes back to what you were saying like everybody mm-hmm. like literally anybody down there can is just so talented like everybody's mm-hmm. just so sweet yeah. <laughs> it's just like like even even like the cooks in the back of the in the back of the kitchen like are, are could probably you know make you ball your eyes out mm-hmm. with with like one or two with one or two songs mm-hmm. like
0: And I think down there it's, it'd be easier as like a solo act because you take a full band down there and even if there's one person in that band that's, that's subpar, that if, even if you had a chance as a full band, that that could be the reasoning for why you're not being picked up or anything. But I feel like as a, a solo artist, it'd be easier because it's you and this is what you're doing and you can, you can do that and. Meet people and not have to worry about your full band and if everybody's on the same page
2: <clears throat> it's definitely but, definitely had its, has has had its advantages mm-hmm. uh, I've noticed, but then it's also been kind of a struggle for me as well because there there are places that that won't take me mm-hmm. just because I'm by myself yeah um so i went to, I went to an open mic uh, I went to an open mic here in Fairmont and played for a little bit, and the owner. Uh, the owner really enjoyed the set, and he even told me he's like, "I'd love to book you, but I I can't, I just can't because you're by yourself. If you don't have a full band, I just can't book you, hmm. because we charge at the door, and a lot of people are going to be pretty pretty upset if they if paid five dollars band. just for one guy. Yeah. And so it, it, that moments like that, it, it can make it tough, but at the same time, for the like the purpose of booking it's It's made it easier just because I'm by myself, I have my own sound equipment mm-hmm. it's really it's just a matter of what what day or what weekend I'm free yeah um so it's 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 been it's been helpful and it's been hurtful at the yeah. same time
0: <laughs> i mean me personally like i'd rather i mean and I'll go to shows and stuff, but like i'd I'd rather pay five dollars to to go like if I'm just gonna go to a bar and there's live music, I'd rather pay five dollars to get into a bar where it's like an acoustic act or like a really like Mellow style, as opposed to going to a show, paying five dollars, and it's just metal. It's yeah. like I would much rather, or just being like in a small- because a lot of people, and not to call out phone sweep, he's gotten better at it, because I saw him a few months ago, but he used to be so loud,
1: yeah, no matter yeah. where
0: he played, and it was it was awful to like in, in a small space,
1: you can't talk to the people you're there with,
0: yeah, yeah um. Like, I'd watched him at Kelly's before with his full band, and, like, he, I mean, that place isn't big anyway, but that room just, it was just almost painful to be in there because of how loud it was. And I saw him at Brickside this past summer, and it was, like, we were maybe 50 feet away from the stage, and it was me and my brother, and we could sit there and talk, just like we're talking right now, but you could still hear the music, you could hear everything, yeah. and, you know, and, but, yeah, I'd rather pay $5 to, to do that, or even just an acoustic than then go somewhere where it's just overbearingly loud because at the end of the day I'm just worn out. Plus I'm old, so <laughs> <Yeah>. that too. <laughs> I'm getting yeah.
2: there. I feel I feel it. So. I, feel, I feel that one. But no, yeah, it's I've I've gotten to the point where like I have to be asked to turn up. Like, oh really? Like, yeah, like, <laughs> not like just like turn up. Like just um But it's like hey man, like you can you can turn your your speakers up a little <laughs> bit. Yeah, it's <laughs> like. Um, because I, I, that's the right thing where it's like I get worried, I get too loud. Mm-hmm. Um, it's because I kind of and and not like I mean, I don't want to like I kind of have to brag on myself in the matter in a matter of, like just to sell myself, but i I always try to be as humble as possible, as humble as mm-hmm. I can because I don't I don't want to be a douche, like yeah. I just have like that fear <laughs> yeah. of just being a douche, like I don't want to
0: like. <laughs> Be like, wow! Right guy. back around to Folsbey again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we said no. not to talk about him. Just taking shots, <laughs> like, it's, like... it's because Folsbey. You told me that you wanted to come in for this interview and you didn't answer me. So you can't, can't defend it's yourself. It's your fault. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> 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 But um, but I, 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 going back to like, I have, I have, I have a strong voice. You um, do. I can. I, I know I can project really well. There are some <laughs> songs where like I have to like. I have to make sure I back my head away from the just
0: like
1: like that. that. Just like, that yep. like I
2: have to like back my head away from the microphone just so I'm not like busting an eardrum. Uh,
0: and that's just being yeah. a good musician. Like, yeah, like you honestly, can control that's, your levels. It, like, mic etiquette is so important, and Foalsby does it too. Where he'll, whenever he gets loud, he'll pull away from the microphone too. And I've noticed it with a lot of musicians, it's like it, it's a it's a smart thing to do, you know? Because like. And then
1: at that point it's just like,
3: why is he
0: screaming? Like, why is he? <laughs> yeah. Why is he
3: mad?
1: <laughs> now, that's something that did jump out to me as well. Is because like I said, at open mic night. Some people are kind of shy. They're they're not like they'll they'll like sing like this. Like, okay, I have a song, <laughs> and uh, I hope you guys don't hate it. No, but you like got up there and owned it, and you weren't shying away from hitting any of the notes or anything like that. So that stood out to me. I I enjoyed that, but here next to you in person you're kind of shy like you're a completely different person on stage, which is fine like you said that's your that's your spot is up there on stage and Mm. then a lot a lot of musicians are like that where that they're just in their element they're rocking they don't even see the audience i mean they they're talking to the audience but as soon as they get off stage and it's time to like meet people they're like oh shucks like you guys (laughs) like that yeah like Mm. oh man uh there's I, some famous
0: musicians that are like that, like Brandon Neary from Panic, Panic at the Disco. He has such bad social anxiety that he's it's hard for him to like talk to fans because.
1: Yeah. I just know. saw George NF Jones in concert. Like yeah. yeah, I just saw NF <clears throat> in concert, and he he doesn't do artist signings, he doesn't do public interviews or anything because he's just so, like, it's it's hard for him mm. to even get out on stage, mm. and then straight to his bus. Yep. <laughs> he doesn't <Yeah. laughs> doesn't want to talk to people, and I mean up. that's fine. I understand yep. that, like. I'm similar. I'm not quite to that extreme, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is miserable for me right now. Yeah. I'm kidding.
2: Oh no, <laughs> dude! Like I'll and, and it's funny you say that because I, I have no problem admitting to that. Because like I'll I'll get done my set and then I'll go off to like a corner table or like mm-hmm. the end of the bar, like kind of. Kind of away from everybody. Not like I don't want to talk to anybody, but it's like usually if I'm d- there by myself, I'm just gonna be like, all right, I'm yep. just going to take this little space. This is going to be my little
0: <laughs> – this <laughs> is my area. Like, you like deem that like your comfort zone because I'm the same way it shows like whenever – like, beforehand, like, I'll socialize, like, a little bit, but then after we're done playing, I'm just usually, like,
1: you know, off by myself somewhere. I'm also the worst small talker in the history of small talk. I hate small talk. Like I went tailgating yesterday, <laughs> I and someone's like, you can stay here and hang mm. out. And I said, and do what? I don't drink. And they're like, I guess, I mean, just, like, hang out and talk? And I was like, no, I'm going to go. <laughs> <laughs> then I felt bad later because I was like, wow, I was a jerk. No, but how's the weather? I don't I just I'm not good
2: that. at it. I'm yeah, terrible like, at it. Yeah. That's like my go-to line, too. Like, so that weather, oh, yeah. it's uh,
1: it's <laughs> crazy.
0: It's crazy. It's crazy <laughs> humid out
2: there. Yeah, <laughs>
0: Just
1: chew God. the air. <laughs> yeah. Really affects those guitar strings, doesn't it? Yeah. just.
0: <laughs> so I think um, that if you want, if you want to play a song for us, yeah, that'd yeah be awesome. I can, I can go ahead and do that. Let me go ahead and... Yeah, if you want to grab your guitar there, yeah. and then we'll get that mic set up there. Awesome. And Josiah, and we'll... I'm not singing. No, you're not going
1: to sing. No. You
0: can go ahead and get get yourself set up. I just want to tell Josiah that Drew Brees is out for the game. Huh? Just got a text message, thumb injury or something like that. Um, we'll keep, keep it like a little bit interesting while he's. Getting it's his probably stuff like there.
1: a thumbs down. It's okay because I don't have Drew Brees on my team, and I have Alvin yeah. Kamara. So, so that's good for you. That means Taysom Hill mm-hmm. and Alvin Kamara are going to run the wishbone offense, like read option. I mean,
0: they've got one of the best backups in the league, so. If you've listened to Honestly.
1: our other podcast, which is the same podcast, it's on this channel. It is on it's this just channel. About fantasy Football, yeah.
0: Um, if you tune into last Tuesday's episode, you'll hear the results from <laughs> from what we're talking about right now. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> that one's it's like Inception, up. Alex yeah. Lily. Yeah, because this episode is going to be out next Thursday. Oh, nice. Yeah, so so actually, but, I'm gonna
1: so. If you like football, you can tune into that. If you hate football, just listen to Nay. People have absolutely loved. Really? It. Yeah. That's until Roger comes on this week. Yeah. They're gonna hate that. Yeah, I might cancel I might, it. I might actually. <laughs> I might third that that interview just so that it doesn't absolutely suck.
0: Well, you know, I've got a, I've got a, a structure on how I do everything, and
1: it's gonna stay to that structure. I don't know if you and listen if he, to the wasted local. Pop con interview with Roger.
0: <laughs> I did. I honestly didn't. I didn't listen to that. I didn't. The, I didn't. I, didn't I sat down to do the <laughs>
1: intro and he's like, Welcome back to Wasted Local Talent. And I was like, I guess he's the host now.
0: Ah, weird. That's how he's going to be next week, too. And then AT. remember
1: that one time that we, me and Roger, played last week and I beat him? Oh, in fantasy?
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, well, not in me...
1: anything else. Oh, well, yeah. All right. All right. Okay. I, he's, oh, yeah. We, we can set this up to be more ergonomically friendly for you. Yeah. Right. So, tell us about the song you're about to play. So, uh, growing up, uh, my my
2: mom, my mother, and my grandmother were both Sunday school teachers. Uh, when I grew up, like at their at their respective churches, um, like just because we grew up in a different, uh, we were living in a different town than my grandparents. Um, this song doesn't really talk about them. In their times uh, being Sunday school teachers, but like because but I, you know, religion was like a big thing in our family growing up. You know, we were that your typical like small town country country oh, family, yeah. like always going to church every Sunday. Um, and so the song, I'm still trying to figure out if I'm <laughs> still trying to kind of I'm still not sure if I'm going to go to hell for or heaven for, but um. Because uh, it's not really even necessarily demoting anything, and in, in a neg- in like talking about it in a negative way, um, but I just the chord progression came about, and then the words just kind of came to my head. Uh, but the song is called "The Ballad of Adam and Eve." <laughs>
3: Well, I read about that garden when that snake came round And he said, go on, girl, pull that apple down Go and sink your teeth, ain't no one around And don't you worry about a thing, cause no one will find out Next day, the father came walking around And he spied those cores laying across the ground And he asked the son, what was this about? And he said, I guess it's what I get for pulling your rib out Get them out of that sacred place And they earned their keep By the sweat of their face Guess it goes to show You can't trust a snake A statement that holds true In a time like today hammer and nails keep a good man down while it paraded him in a thorn made crown and they say where's your king push and shove around but little did they know he'd get worldwide renown. Oh!
1: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> All right, now you can go off into your corner and sit yeah, away go, <laughs> from us. <laughs> I'm gonna
2: grab my beer. I'm gonna sit at the end of the at the end of the room and I'm just gonna just kind of just watch everything happen. Just watch happening. everything happen now? Yeah, just observe.
0: <laughs> so we do have a few more minutes. So you said that song was about um because your mom and your grandma were Sunday school teachers. Uh, no, I mean,
2: not not so much, but I mean like th- I'd say that's probably a good reason where where the idea came from like just like just the thought of talking about like Adam and Eve mm-hmm. or um you know Christ being crucified and just being just kind of beat down and and all that just to, but for them to find out you know he's going to be something real big yeah. you know, mm-hmm. even though they didn't really quite see it mm-hmm. quite see it happening but um i'd say i'd say with them like growing up in a in a with like a religious like mother and grandmother um that uh, definitely helped, I'd say. And and honestly, like, the, the thought to talk about like Adam and Eve and everything that that idea just kind of just came to me, mm-hmm. um, whilst I was, whilst I was like playing those chords, um, and it just uh, it, it just felt like the right the right direction to take that. Mm-hmm. And,
1: well, a lot of famous musicians get their start in church. That's when they realize, oh, th- this music's kind of fun. I mean, you can think anyone from. Twenty One Pilots to Justin Bieber to Selena Gomez like Carrie Underwood they all started singing in church and they they all have that background and then they were good enough mm-hmm. to make it so now it's kind of cool to see you have that same base mm-hmm.
2: yeah it's definitely definitely where I got the start because that's where that's kind of where I just started singing it was like sitting in the church pews every Sunday uh, sitting next to mom kind of zoning out you know, cause,
1: <laughs> with your little toy you cars know, and- yeah.
2: I've been there, <laughs> so I was like, so now I look down. I'm like playing with the ki- like the communion cup. Yes. And, oh, and,
1: and you're filling out the program with the golf pencil. Yep. You oh, yeah, you only find them yeah. in,
2: in church <laughs> yep. or on the golf course. L- yep. L- listen, man, I drew a pretty sweet race car one time. <laughs> man, my, my mom threw that away. I was so upset because I, I put so much time into that. Like it's
0: just, I think I, all, all three of us, then were raised in church. So I know Josiah and I went to the same Christian school over in Bridgeport. Yes, uh, Heritage Christian. Hmm. We did. So that's where our families met. Anyway, I don't know if I. I don't think I hung out with you at all
1: back then. But that's where we. No, met. my parents actually told me to stay away from people like you. And, uh, she's <laughs> no. a smart lady.
0: <laughs> Rightfully so. <Yep. laughs> <It's like a laughs> no, I was in. I was in Michael's
1: grade. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, back in the day. Oh man. But enough just, about us. No, good. Yeah, yeah.
2: good. <laughs> uh, we just um we had one we had one high school in the whole county. Um, but that we we were made up of just so many towns. We were just so spread out. Um, everybody went to Hampshire County High School. It didn't matter if you lived in Romney, Cape and Bridge, Slainesville, Bloomery, uh, pa, well no, not, not not Papa. Everybody knows everybody. <laughs> yeah, everybody
1: knows everybody. And Papa isn't Napaw. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: um <laughs> But uh, so everybody says, how's your mama? How's your daddy? Uh, if you got in trouble, everybody to? knew about that. Yep, Yikes.
1: Yeah, you, you yep. hear what Nate Paul did last yeah. night? <laughs> yeah, but guess
2: you better slow down when you drive, huh, Nay? Yeah. It's yeah. just like. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he raised his voice to Old Man Smithers. <laughs> I was just singing. I'm sorry. All right, who All again? Right. I'll tell you what. Yeah. yeah.
0: So this episode will be out um, in a week and a half from today. Um, do you have anything coming up that you wanted to uh to promote? Anything after next Thursday?
2: Uh coming up soon, I'll be at the I'll be at, at well it'll be it'll have already happened oh, by man. the time.
1: You guys missed out. It-
2: <laughs> it'll already have happened by the time this comes out. But on October fourth I'll be playing at T G. I Fridays in Bridgeport, which oh. I didn't I'm I thought the same thing most people are probably going to think when I say that and I didn't know they did live music either I don't no clue that they but did uh live music. I, I, I actually played there uh, uh last this past Friday and I gotta say it was honestly it was a blast like you okay. know well like the NC State marching band was there too so like they're oh, all cheering a- and everything but um and then I'd say in October uh the biggest thing uh would be Eighteenth, the eighteenth, I will be opening up for Charles Wesley Godwin in oh, yeah. in Alta. i at I've been High Grand, to get him on the show.
1: Tell him to High Ground Brewing <laughs> Company.
2: I'll I'll I'll, I'll try.
1: <laughs> no, that man drives so far. I I used to work for a place that changes oil. And he'd come in, like, every three days with 5,000 miles on his car just because of how much he traveled.
2: Oh, it's, it's, it's absurd. Like I, I, and I've ran, I've ran into him uh, a couple times, like, just at gas stations and stuff. Because yeah. I'd be going down to Huntington to go play, and he'd yeah. be going to Philadelphia or somewhere, like, crazy. And, like, we are both supposed to go on at the same time. And I was just like, you know, <laughs> Charles, I don't know if you're going to make this one. <laughs> <laughs> but he did. He did. He got there on time. He said he had to fly a little bit, but he, he got there. He got there.
1: <laughs> you got to do what You make. you got to make towns. That's what you got to do.
2: That's right. And then um, October 21st, I will be at the Morgantown Sound. I'll be featured for the Morgantown Sound at the Gluck Theater in uh, Morgantown, West Virginia, at the Mountain Lair. So that's going to be... And that one's free. So you got to check it out. It'll nice. be... Pretty sweet. Various it's a other time.
1: open mic nights, possibly. You have a Facebook page, don't you?
2: I do. Um, I am active on social media. I actually, just posted about playing at High Ground uh, with with Peddler's Glory last night, uh, or this like before I came here. Um, I'll be, yeah, I'll be all over the open mic scene, most likely. Uh, but Facebook uh, under Napaw Official. It's N A E P A U G H. And uh, I, I'm assuming you you can spell official. <laughs> yeah. uh, you don't know our so. audience. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Instagram is Napalm Music. Um, if you type in Napalm Music on any of the social media platforms, it should it should pull oh. up for you. Um, but yeah, feel free to check it out, give it a follower, let me holler, and we'll be have a great time from there on out.
1: All right.
0: Well, we appreciate you coming down. Sorry again about the email situation. Uh, yeah, we weren't ignoring fine. you. Promise. No, no, it's fine. It's fine.
2: I'm fine. Like, He's going to write a song hostile. about yeah. it.
3: Wasted. <laughs> local talent. Can't check their emails. <laughs> <laughs> shit.
2: It's perfect. Yeah, well, thank you guys for having me down. Man. This, has been, this has been a blast. It's yeah. been great. Yeah, no problem. Thank you. Really enjoyed it.
3: Cuts